Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. If you're having issues financially finding money to pay the rent, there's good news to help you get back on track. Nari from Salvos Social Services shares about the Towards Independence program in the Alice, which is also mirrored to some extent around the country. Um, so Alice Springs Towards Independence program operates as a community housing program. Um, we have a number of different properties across Alice Springs, um, including a set of nine units in one complex um, in the central area. Um, In these properties, we house families who need assistance with um, just getting on track with renting, uh, with completing and working towards budget, um, managing households and families and issues that might be arising. So each family is case managed. Ideally, they have to be with us for about 12 months to two years. Um, that time varies depending on whether um, we can actually move into a successful um, property uh, on their own. Where did these properties come from? Do they belong to the Selvos? Do they belong to the government? What is the story? We have a, an agreement with Northern Territory Housing and um, we basically lease the properties from Northern Territory Housing. Um, we lease them to the Salvation Army and then co-lease them out to our clients and make sure that when we're we're working with our clients, um, we can then turn the lease over to them once it's established that they're fine and they're ready to move into their own space and then we pick up different properties. So how does it work with the the cost of the lease? Can they afford it or have you arranged a special price? Uh, We work with individuals depending on what kind of income they're on. So generally, um, the target is about 25% off the top of my head of their income goes towards the rent and so that depends on what kind of an income a person's receiving, whether they've got um, new start or uh, certain um, disability pensions or what, whatever their family situation is. How many people would you say you've helped so far? Um, we, we do have access to statistics and records. At the moment we have 14 properties. Um, most of our properties have um, family groupings, so whether it's a single parent and a couple of kids or a couple and a couple of kids um, working and generally our properties are full at all stages as um, clients exit, new clients come in. Like I said, they stay for about 12 months to two years depending on um, the exit process that we have available. Um, And so over the time, um, we've worked with numerous families um, in that space. And so you rehabilitate them financially and then they move on to a better place or rather their own place? Uh, so we work with them to establish um, basic independent living skills. So it's working with them to um, kind of get an understanding as why they may not have been able to secure their own rental property. For some of them, it is the first time, like their young mums coming out into uh, property having stayed with family in the past. And so it's just helping them establish good living habits. Um, for others, there may have been a crisis or a um, trauma that may have occurred that has kind of jolted the living systems and so they just need a chance just to recover, get back on their feet. Um, for other people, they may have encar- encountered some significant issues and uh, therefore not have private rental available to them or NT housing may not agree to rent directly to them. And so therefore we work individually with um, our clients based on whatever the circumstances are to try and get them into a successful independent living stance. We're talking to Nari, Director of Selvo Social Services. 
How do you find out about these clients? Do they just come to you or are they referred to you or what? Um, some are referred directly through Entry Housing. Others are referred to via agencies. Um, we, Because we've only got minimal accommodation, we don't kind of advertise, and it is a um, long-term program, we don't advertise waiting lists because um, most people who are seeking uh, what it's kind of been called mid-term accommodation, um, sitting on a waiting list, is not a helpful thing to be doing. Uh, However, if you haven't got something available. So it, it really is um, services that have either connected in with us in the centre referral or empty housing, or it might be someone self-referring, saying, I'm looking to get out, and we may actually be at the stage where we're looking at um, filling an accommodation block, and so they end up having the opportunity to move in there. If you were to think about all of the people needing the help and how many apartments units you've got, what percentage of people would still be waiting? There is a, in Alice Springs specifically, there is a significant number of um, families who are homeless um, who are seeking permanent accommodation. Yeah. Uh, we could, I mean, this program could have 150 properties and still not meet the market of families who wow. um, have not got secure property. Um, or are living in overcrowded situations or violent situations because there's no other option available. Yeah. Do you think those proportions are pretty much the same across Australia? I can't speak for across Australia, but I know in Alice Springs they're quite high. Um, I would assume from my encounters in other places in Australia that there is a significant housing issue. Um, It just seems to be that there's not enough houses for the number of people who need accommodation. Is there a family in that really stands out to you that's been helped, that you can share their story? Um, we've worked with a number of families in our program. Um, so there's been a couple of families that have come in for, um, it might have been like a crisis or a trauma, like they might have encountered a problem, um, been unable to live in their space. So there's one family specifically. We were able to help them um, settle through that crisis and trauma by making sure that they had um, safe and secure property. Uh, from getting the safe and secure property, um, the family was able to settle down into a rhythm. The, um, the mother was able to encamp- uh, engage in employment. From employment, she was then able to... Um, and also just having that um, assistance with case management um, for her property and for her living, was able to engage in um, just quite comfortable independent living and then she was able to exit into her own program and that that's just one story of many and it's more often than not there's been some kind of major crisis whether it's family violence or some other kind of a crisis that has knocked a person on their on on their in their lifestyle Um, by securing accommodation and just kind of saying we're going to help alleviate some of the pressures of of managing finance of managing all these bits and pieces that can become quite stressful um to this family in particular, they were able to get the kids back into a rhythm of attending school regularly. Um, she was able to get some training completed. As the training was finished, she was able to secure employment and it was just able to settle into straightforward, normal living. There was no um, there was no crisis and trauma hang, kind of hanging in the living and, and yeah. the anxiety of unsettlement around. That's absolutely fantastic. What a service. And I believe a similar service is happening in Darwin. So Darwin have a similar service. It's called um, TIPTI, uh, Towards Independence Top End. Um, they've operating that up there. Um, similar kind of concept of families, uh, primarily families, but also some individuals, um, getting and receiving case management in their um, community 
homes in the community yeah. um, just to settle them through that passage of um, mid-term accommodation um, with the um, end point of exiting people into their own independent living space. That's Nari from Salvo Social Services.